the follow-up email is the most important thing in the world. <laughs> I tell this to people every day. After you get off a phone call, I don't care who it's with. If it's with just your friend that works at the company or if it's with the lead senior recruiter of university at, yeah. at the company, you should send an email that's literally, hey, blank, um, thank you so much for your call today. It was great to speak about blank and blank. Looking forward to reconnecting soon. Best, your name. You're listening to The Next Step, a podcast that helps college kids with early career strategies and choices. My name's Owen Conti, and I'm a student at Emerson College trying to figure out my future. Each week, I sit down with a fellow student looking to learn about their personal experiences and thoughts on becoming a young professional. On today's episode, I talk to Justin Schmalholtz. Justin is a marketing communications major at Emerson, and he's also a professional photographer and videographer who's worked with some of the world's biggest celebrities, ranging from Justin Timberlake to David Dobrik and Russell Wilson. He's always busy with new projects and is quickly breaking into the industry one professional step at a time. Stick around if you want to learn about how to find your calling when you're not sure what it is, how to establish yourself in a professional environment, and how to start small and grow from there. Enjoy. Justin, welcome Hello. to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be on the podcast. I'm, it's, it's been in the works for a while. Happy it, to be here. It has been in the works. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about this since um, we went abroad. Yeah. I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, we've been in Europe for the last three months um, at the castle, Emerson's castle. Um, and yeah, we really... <laughs> Just, Throw it in there. Just throw they, it in there. Every, a castle. Every time that I tell people, they're like, oh, where are you, where are you staying? I'm like, uh, a castle. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been great. And Owen's been uh, telling me all about his podcast stuff. So I'm uh, happy to finally be talking to him and getting this started off. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. You were the first guest of this uh, semester. It's quite an honor. And you're the first guest on my brand new program called The Next Step. I love it. It's which a great name. you named yourself. <laughs> I'll give it to you. you got a marketing credit. student. Come you, on. That's what, <laughs> what, what, what I do all day. Yeah, that's what you do. And <laughs> that brings me right into my first question, which yes. is, you are a marketing major. Yes, sir. But if one is to look at your personal profile, yeah. they might quickly notice that you are... Uh, very, um, how do photography I say? Photography centered. Yeah, you're, you're I, very photography, videography centered, and you go to Emerson College, and I would say, what is it like thirty percent of the thirty to fifty percent of the students here are visual media arts yeah, majors. I'd even bring it up to like sixty percent are VMA. Yeah, I when I tell people, I actually just came up with this a couple of days. I'm a marketing communications student, but I have VMA blood, which means that. I am studying marketing here, but I've, you know, which I'll talk about more, but I've grown up in the VMA world or the film world. So it, it always runs through my veins no matter what I'm studying here. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. You know, I met you. I was like, oh, this guy's a VMA. Mm-hmm. And you're like, not a VMA. Nope. I literally still have people come up to me like to this day and be like, hey, like, have you like, how was media crit today? I was like, <laughs> not in that class. Um, and I'm a marketing student, but everyone's kind of shocked when they first hear. But, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm happy about my decision and uh, I think I made the right choice. So, yeah. So speaking about making the right choice, how, what prompted you to, because you say VMA, you know, it's in your blood, but why, what interested you in the marketing program here? 
what brought you to Emerson? Why'd you, why'd you choose to go with, um, marketing over visual media arts? Yeah. So it's a good question. I think I'll, to easily do this, I'll go all the way back. Um, so my mom went to Emerson. Um, she was the class of 1990, I think. Um, or yeah, class of 1990, she majored in uh, radio and television, um, which is no longer a major now. They don't, they like kind of separated them now. Um, but she went, so I've been hearing about Emerson my whole life, um, as well as the castle. She went to the castle. So I've kind of grown up knowing what Emerson is. Um, even crazier is my grandma went to Emerson for two years before <laughs> transferring to Columbia. So I've definitely, I've heard about it my whole life. Um, so when it was time to come, Thing about colleges, you know, the two choices were: do I go into film school um, because I, um, you know, have been doing it my whole life. So my um, my dad works um, in the entertainment business, um, and I've grown up on movie and TV sets my whole life. Um, kind of just taking a step back and watching it all happen. I mean, I would literally go to set with him and sit there at, in the director's chair for hours and hours on end, yeah. just watching the production and soaking it all in. Um, so I think you know that's all we talked about. You know at at home and um you know even every time we would like watch something we'd always like pause it and be like all right like that production was crap or like that camera shot was horrible so like I literally have been doing this my whole life um so when it was time to come you know uh look at schools I was thinking about either do I go into the production world or do do I do marketing um and marketing has been always something that I've been super interested in yeah I always tell people I'm a brand guy so I love I love good brands yeah. I love Apple I love Apple. Go- is that your favorite brand by the way um yeah I think you know, it's a little bit of a cop out because everyone loves Apple and right. you know, every marketing class, the first thing they bring up is how Apple, Apple is the best and they've so done everything. successful, but it is my favorite. I've been watching every keynote since I was like 10 years old. Um, so I'm a little bit of an Apple fanboy, I will admit. Um, but yeah, they just do everything brilliantly. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and production wise too. So, um, when it was time to come think about that, I decided that I wanted to go into marketing instead of going into production because I see myself, you know, finding a long-term career in the marketing and branding world, whether that be in the storytelling, advertising, or more of the branding stuff, um, rather than I do continue my my career as like a freelance photographer. Like I'd love to, and it's a, it's a big passion of mine, and it still will be for a long time. But I just don't see myself like being forty years old and still like <laughs> bouncing between events Weddings. and like you know not knowing where the next thing is going to come. Because that's the thing right. with being freelance is like you can have one after another and make a lot of money and then like yeah. take it all end yeah. uh, and you don't know when the next one's coming. So that's like a little bit scary. Like when you have a family and kids and you're like, I don't know <laughs> when the next thing I'm shooting is. So, um, seems I, like a safe choice. Yeah. Um, so I decided to go with marketing, but you know, the th- good thing about Emerson is you can still be involved in a lot of things yeah. production wise. And that's what I still do. Um, and I'm involved with a lot of stuff, but, um, and I made the right decision. I think, <laughs> um, I love <laughs> nobody it. ever knows at our age, which is what's crazy about college. You yeah. Know? You don't really know until you have a job and you like see where <laughs> it's kind of going. And that's the crazy thing about here is like most people know exactly what they want to do or right. like, I still don't know what I want to do. Exactly. And it, it makes, it's very intimidating to see so many people who have got it pinned down. Yeah. I mean, I, I would kind of correct my last statement and say that not everyone knows. Yeah. It's more of a school where more than, more, than, say, more than at a regular school. If you went yeah. to Michigan or Wisconsin right now and asked like a majority of their students, they would just be like, I don't, I don't know. Not I could sure. be a lawyer. I could be a right. doc. Like, I mean, it could be anywhere. Um, but that's why I picked the school. I'm a very passionate yeah. person. I have a lot of passions. Yeah. I, you know, I've gone through so many different phases. Oh, I want to be a cook. I want to be a DJ. That's I want to <laughs> be a photographer. Literally like yeah, that is I've, my life. I felt the same. So I finally feel like, feel like I found where I fit 
the best. Um, and this place is a great, you know, uh, location for that. Well, that's um, awesome. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm a marketing student, not a VMA. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's a safe bet. Everything you just said is why I asked you to come on this first. You know, yeah. you, you are very passionate. Um, most students here are very passionate, I would say. And like I said, it's intimidating to see so many people who've got it pinned down. And the thing about Emerson too, is that they don't, you know, it's hard to change your major after sophomore year. You know? yeah. It's, it's really difficult. It's a very, uh, you know, it's a set path to yep. your career and for VMA students, it's a set path to a career that you don't even know if you have any security in. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> so I think you made, you made a smart choice. Um, you know, if you weren't, you, I mean, you are passionate about that stuff, but if you are, you know, you're also passionate about marketing, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, not to say that I'm not passionate about marketing. I mean, I love it and yeah. that's what I see myself doing. And you know, when I think about where I kind of want to end up, I want to find a blend of production marketing and some, yeah. you know, production marketing based and creative storytelling of some way. Right. Cause I've been right. creative my whole life. Um, and there's no way I'm going to like go sit behind a desk for, you know, maybe that'll be part of it, but I don't want to <laughs> be there for, you know, nine to five for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where, what I'm trying to think about now is like, how do I find a role that combines all of my passions and still wants to make me like go to work every day and like right. still be passionate. Yeah. Mm, so that was the key word. Actually was another great segue into my next question, which was, you know, what, what do you see as your goal? What is your, you know, destination? What's your dream? But you kind of just answered that, but could you be, you know, has anything come into your mind that's a little more specific or, yeah. you know, talking about that blend of all those things that you love to do, you know, what's your like dream job? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, so if we go all the way back to like when I was like eight or 10, um, my dream job and still to this day is my dream job is working for a big tech company doing, um, some type of branding or, like I just said, creative storytelling, yep. advertising, um, content creation, right? Um, so, you know, I've always loved technology. That is another passion of mine. Yep. Um, <laughs> add, add to the list. Um, but I think, you know, technology obviously today is so big and the companies that are around them are some of the most innovative um, and creative out there um, and allow for the most creativity and outside of the box thinking. So, you know, my first dream was to work for Apple, right? So um, that's been my dream for most of my, you know, life really i mean yeah. ever, i started watching apple keynotes um which are like the presentations once i was like eight years old and i would like literally like when i was younger i don't don't today but um i would watch them like take notes and like present them to my dad like at, at night <laughs> because i literally wow. just loved listening to them and i wanted to work there so badly it sounds like where you belong to be honest exactly um but yeah, so that's been really my dream and i've been trying to figure out you know the best way to kind of complete that dream and i don't i don't that's not the only option, right? There's right. so many companies. I'd be more than happy to be at so many different companies. Yeah. That's really just been like the end all. That's like, the end wow. game. That's, that's the end game, right? Yeah. Um, to go work at that UFO spaceship in Cupertino. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of, that's kind of the dream. Yeah. If you guys, if anybody listening hasn't seen a picture of oh, yeah, go that see building, it. just it's check it out. Ridiculous. I saw it when it was first being constructed and like there was fences around it. All I wanted to do was like look inside, <laughs> but there's, like, some, there's some guy like flies a drone over it. Area like, 51 restricted Oh, it's ridiculous. Area. Um, so yeah, so, you know, luckily enough, I, you know, worked my way through that. Um, and I worked for Apple retail, um, over the summer, which was the most amazing experience of my life. Yeah. Do you want to talk, like, what, what did you love about that job? You know? Yeah. I mean, so from what I can, you know, from what I can say, it is, you know, 
one of the best companies. It is one of the best companies out there to work for. Um, you know, I was a specialist, which means, you know, I was, you know, super, you know, I was the first person you talk to when you walk into an Apple store and you have to make, you know, a good, good impression. Yeah. Um, and although I was, um, you know, not, not in any senior, senior position at Apple by any you know, stretch of the imagination, they still make <laughs> you feel like you're part of the company, right? And you get, you get an email, you get, you know, all of the updates and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, I think that was going to happen, but they really make you feel like part of the family, which is awesome. So I had a great experience. I met some really cool people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm passionate about the brand as you can see. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I worked there last summer. I had a, you know, stop for school obviously, but, um, I'm looking, you know, into the next steps of where I want to, you know, further take that journey, right. um, either over the summer or, you know, you know, I also don't want to seem like Apple's the only choice, right? There are so many places, like I said, yeah. um, but obviously that, yeah, that is the dream. That is a dream job doing some type of creative storytelling at Apple. That's the, that's the end all. Uh, end all be all. Yes, sir. Well, that's awesome. So you talk about working at, are you currently looking for, you know, any internships? I mean, you're, you've been talking to me about applying to some, you know, big places in New York or, you know, you, are you looking for internships at big tech companies at the moment and all, the, all sorts of that stuff, you know? Yeah. So internships is something that obviously um, I stress about a lot. It's important. Um, it's an very for people our age. It's really key. Oh my God. It is so important. And it is unfortunately something that I think about too much during the day. Um, and I think also at Emerson, you know, I love Emerson to death, but the, the, the culture here in the community is like, do you have an internship yet? Like, where are you going over the summer? And, you know, every time I see someone post on LinkedIn, like, Oh, so happy to be here. I'm like, sometimes makes it seem like you have to have an internship and people ask you, where are you interning? Where are you going? Do you know yet? And sometimes I'm like, you know, fuck, I don't know. And like, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. So, uh, I do think about it a lot. So yeah, I, to answer your question, I am looking for internships. I'm looking at tech companies. I'm looking at, you know, every ranging from startups that you've never heard of to companies (laughs) that you hear about every day. Um, and kind of see what lands, you know, it's only January, which I tell, Oh, it's only fuck. It's only February. Good Lord. (laughs) Um, it's only February. I tell myself, every day um and we have a we have a good amount of time but i'm open to anything and uh, we'll see what happens that's awesome um so part of this you know getting to your dream job you know do you obviously i would consider at least for myself an internship as part of one of the stepping stones to get on that path you know what would you consider that as well to be an important step to take yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways you can get into a company, right? Right. Um, and it depends on how big the company is. Because if you're going in a startup and you kind of know someone, you send an email, right? You send a well-crafted email, which I will say is one of the most important things. Learn how to write emails, kids. Cause Listen really, out there. Learn to write is, an email. Uh, it's an email. definitely important. Um, you could send an awesome email and they could be like, you're hired. Right. Really? Because they're just looking for people. They're looking for talent. Right. And if you're if you if you show that passion, you show that, oh, determination, I'm going to send an email and just send my resume and see what happens. Yeah. Um, you, they could bring you in for an interview, one interview and they love you. Right. Um, at other places, bigger Google, Apple, it take it's like applying for college. I mean, there, <laughs> I, I know companies out there with early action deadlines with, um, you know, deadlines that start from August. For, they, they hire their interns starting August 1st of for the next year. Really? Right. So I know, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, so I do think for bigger companies, internships, at least at our age, is the best way to get in. Yeah. Um, but it's also about the year that you do them. Right. Um, that is what I've also been thinking about is like, you know, what year is the best year to do it, right? So you have freshman year, sophomore year, junior year. Yeah. Um, and everyone says junior year, going from junior to senior year. You know, summer. Summer. 
is the you know the crucial year, right? Yeah. Because what a lot of companies will do is they'll hire you as their intern, and at the yep. end of the internship, they'll be like, "Hey, we'll bring let's bring you on after you're done with school, right?" Yeah. And that's like the dream, right? Where you love to go, you love working at a company. They give you that offer at the end. You spend your next year in school just yep. knowing that you have that security <laughs> of working at that job after. Yeah. And then you get out, and you're like, "All right, I know exactly. I know all my you know. I've got a I, job lined up. You I know, have this friends. Is a- you know." So, so this is clearly a key thing, you know, for upcoming kids coming, you know, applying for school. Like internships are crucial to getting a job straight out of school. Yeah. And which everybody wants to, you know, everybody, that's the ideal situation. Exactly. And I think Emerson, I, I don't know, I know the, I don't know the exact stat, but it's something, it's above 90% of Emerson students have a job out of college, that's which crazy. is great. Um, but yeah. So, but that's also not to say about the junior year thing that sophomore year isn't as important. Right. right. Yeah. I've talked to recruiters all the time that say like, you know, junior year is that crucial year, but we're going to look at what you did sophomore year. Yeah. And if that sophomore year internship isn't on par of what we think, then we're, then that's not going to be a good thing for your resume. Interesting. So it's always that, that trade off is like, what year do I try and do this? Right. right. So I think about it to myself is like, uh, you know, do, am I doing this too early? Right. Like mm-hmm. that's always a dilemma that goes to my head is like, Am I making these contacts too early? Am I <laughs> am I bothering them too much? Right, like this is yeah. these are always thoughts. I mean, can can you do that though? Can you do it too early? Is there ever you know a yeah. point where it's too early to do it? You know what? I think it, it depends on each one. And when I do, when that thought does come into my brain, I'm like, you know what? It's not too early. I'm getting ahead of this. Yeah. And even if it doesn't work out this year, I say with these big companies, like I don't expect them to work out. But all that's important is I need that, that one. That you tried or you, you may, you know. Exactly. And you need that one email that you know, the one person you need to contact there. Right. That you make a good first impression with. They yep. believe in you. And even if they can't get you into the company the first year, yeah. they're going to damn sure try to get you in the second year you know, because they know the passion that you tried for the first summer. Another key so. thing, like you go to, I mean, there's internships, internship fairs here. You know, you go to that, you, you know, you go around to each table, you talk to them, you meet yeah. them. And then I've heard like a key thing to do is just make, send an email right afterwards. Like great Dude, to meet the you. The follow up, the follow up email is the most important thing in the world. <laughs> I tell this to people every day. After you get off a phone call, I don't care who it's with. If it's with just your friend that works at the company or if it's with the lead senior recruiter of university at, yeah. at the company, you should send an email that's literally, hey, blank, um, thank you so much for your call today. It was great to speak about blank and blank. Looking forward to reconnecting soon. Best, your name. Right. That is literally all you have to do. Yeah. And then that means, oh, look, this person actually followed they up went with the me. extra step. They went the extra step. And then like the follow up, follow up within two weeks, like if you haven't heard about anything, it's like, hey, just checking in. Hope all is well. Right. Like that yeah. is just all you need. <laughs> it shows you care. Yeah. And like I always tell people, too, is like, you know, it's past. But like the new year, the new year's email is the crucial email. It's like happy really? new year. The happy new year email, dude. Like I like in the happy new, like in the new year, I literally will send out 30 emails. What? Just to my contacts being like, happy new year. Hope all is well. Send hi, oh my like, gosh. send love to like the family, whatever. And that just kind of gets the conversation going a little bit. Even wow. if I don't plan on doing anything with it, like I'll just send text messages. Happy new year. Hope all is well. Yeah. And that just like, oh shit, Justin just texted me. Like I, I, you know, I have this project for Justin. And do you think, I mean, that's something I'm starting to learn too. Like business isn't just, you know, business is about making you know, relationships with people. It's not, it's not really about, you know, Oh, how great's your resume. Like you oh. got, have, have a good resume, but also, you know, 
be personable. Enthusi- enthusiastic is always something I say. And that's always something that like recruiters or interviewers will tell me like, oh, we love how enthusiastic you are. We yeah. love how passionate you are. Yeah. Um, another thing, I don't want to sound like, like Gary V right now, but I kind of sound like <laughs> Gary V right now, just like ranting into a microphone about how you should reach out to people. Um, but like the DMs on Instagram, I'm telling you, like I've, I've gotten shows literally just DMing the artist and be like, hey, I'm a photographer in Boston. You like, you hear some of my photos, like, let me know if you have any, like, let me know if I can come by and just shoot this for you. Yeah. Right. Like that's literally how I got started. Really? It was just like DMing people, um, making connections, the whole, also like the free thing, doing it for free. Yeah. I did my, like the first four years of me, I mean, I still do it today just to like get experience, right? Can I get some experience and do this? Um, the resume builders are super important. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, reaching out, whether it be email or DM, um, because today, day and age, it's sometimes easier for a, for a college student to just DM somebody and be like, yeah. um, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, make sure your profile looks good because, um, if it doesn't, then you're in trouble. So. Right. Um, my next question going off of that, you know, um, <coughs> besides, you know, sending the email, what, what are some other steps you take to, you know, reach your professional goals, you know? Is there anything else key? Is there any like a yeah. big secret or yeah. you know, what's your, what's your personal strategy? Cause you are a very successful guy. Yeah. So I'm sure it'd be helpful for other people to realize, you know, kind of learn from you. I don't want to say like, say yes to everything. Cause that yeah, makes you get, me, you get booked up real quick. Yeah. But, but like make, look at it in many different angles, right? If you get an email where it's like, Hey, like, do you want to do this and this? And like, you don't do that. Like you've never done it before. Yeah. But you like, you don't want to say no to the person and make them like, oh shit, like Justin just said no to me, like whatever, then just do it, try it and see what happens. And even if it's not your favorite thing, then you just made that connection. And like connections to me are some of the most important. Like, you know, I was lucky enough to grow up in a world where I did have a lot of connections just through my family and through the way I grew up. But even if you come from a place that you don't have that, like Emerson, like Emerson literally has the most connections out of any school I know. I mean, the Emerson Mafia, like, my mom, still to this day, like, got her assistant through the Emerson Mafia, like, still logs on there and, like, sees you know, wow. sees what's going on. Um, it is one of the most connected schools out there. Also, I'm sorry, the LinkedIn thing, like, every goddamn <laughs> person should have a fucking LinkedIn. Um, because if you don't, then I don't know what you're doing. Um, because that's yep. where everybody is trying to find either internships, jobs, and make it look good. Like, put your stuff in there, update it. Make sure you have a cover photo and a profile photo. I see people without a profile photo on LinkedIn. Like, what are you doing? Like, people have to, like, know what you look like. Um, That's true. So LinkedIn is big. I'm always on LinkedIn, probably too much. Uh, And, you know, connections. Use your connections well, right? Use them to your advantage, right? Go have coffee with that one person, right? Even if, I like, I I do it all the time. Hey, let's grab coffee. Haven't seen you in a while. Right. And just kind of like weave little things into that coffee chat where it's like, oh, yeah, I like just worked on this project. What do you have going on at the moment? Mm-hmm. The what do you have going on at the moment is great because it makes the other person talk about what they're doing. Yeah. And you know what? After the after the coffee, great to chat the fucking follow up. Great chatting with you. You know, love, love to work with you soon. Yeah. You know what? It's all about the follow up. I've been noticing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been starting to do that myself, too. Like, oh, are you working on anything cool, you know, coming up? Exactly. And then I will, I mean, I don't want to sound too eager, but I'm like, do you need someone to work audio for you? Do you need, do you need this? Do you need that? Like I'm here. Also like, you know, some people don't want you to work for free, but like, you know, I'm totally you for you, like, or for anybody, I still do it. You know, I 
love to just create an experience. Like you don't have to pay me anything. Yep. And you know, that's sometimes hard for some people because you know, money is obviously important in the world, <laughs> but you got to take some sacrifices sometimes and be like, I'm just doing this for experience. And right. you're going to meet just- that one person on set right? You're going to be that one person on set that sees you working hard and busting your ass, like moving cables for free. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be like, shit, I should, should pay this person. We should offer him something, you know? Exactly. So it's important to like, you know, you know, everybody, you know, nobody really wants to start at that point, you know, working for free, but that's how, if you start there, you can build a strong, you know, path. It's the same thing with internships. And I know a lot of the internships today are paid, which is good. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously you're the bottom of the totem pole if you're an intern anywhere. Right, right. Um, and uh, it's, you do internships to get into the company and to make people notice you, right? You have to just be noticed. Um, and that can't be in a way where you're like, you're out there just like talking to everyone obnoxiously, getting in their face. Cause there's a fine, there's a fine line of like, Talking to a lot of people and trying to get it done. Uh, and yeah, so I think, um, you know, there's a fine line of being that annoying intern <laughs> that's yeah. just trying to get like work every day and like try to be friends with everyone because that's yep. not what you're supposed to do. Don't you're you're never going to be friends with everyone. I'm telling you, you're <laughs> never going to be friends with everybody. But you also want to find the balance where it's like you want to be involved. You want to be going out and like ask, go, go up to someone at an internship and be like, hey, what do you do? Like, what do you do for the company? Like, <laughs> tell me about your job. So if we're one, if one was to glance at your professional profiles, your Instagram, um, yeah. which is professional, I will say. <laughs> Thank and, you. I try. Um, and we can take that. We can dwell on that for. So what? What made you decide to go with a professional Instagram? You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, it didn't start that way. No. I was early to the Instagram game. Um, I'm proud of my Lake Justin uh, handle because those are just two very common words that I was able to get when I was like 12. Yeah. Um, and it did not start. If you scroll all the way down, which I, I recommend you don't do, and I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> this right now, but if you scroll all the way down for the 800 posts, you will see I started off started off like just a personal, just profile. like any other any dating. other kid. You know, do you remember when you like had a screenshot someone's if when someone liked a lot of your photos, you yeah. screenshot it and posted. And be like, shout out to Owen Conti for liking all my photos. Yeah. Like literally, that's what I did when I was eight years old. Yeah. And I look at that shit and I'm like, how well, hey, why did you I were do networking that? back then. You knew <laughs> you knew how I had to a do LinkedIn it. profile when I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so you went with professional. Yeah, so I started off just like anyone else, but then when I um I guess I could talk about how I started my production company. Um so I started off actually as a DJ. J2K was my DJ name. Shout, out to, shout out to J2K. Um, <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> shout out to myself. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, and I loved kind of running a business. That was my first thing. I had my J2K DJ name. I would go to bar mitzvahs and parties and yeah. DJ bar mitzvahs. And it was great. It was awesome. I was I loved it. But then I realized I just couldn't make money. It was just yeah. not a good from where I lived. It just wasn't a good area. And I didn't have that drive to really like make mixes and find new songs. And I didn't, I feel like I was just doing it cause I f- wanted to do a company. Um, so, you know, another way that I, you know, started my production company was, you know, bar mitzvah montages as well as, you know, shooting varsity basketball games for my high school. Yeah. Um, I, one day was sitting in the gymnasium at a game and it was such a good atmosphere. People were cheering. We had the, you know, the team coming in. Um, there were so many great moments and, you know, 
my brain, and this goes back to my VMA blood. Mm-hmm. I just, I just see camera shots. Yeah. Like I literally, <laughs> I, I look and I just see camera shots. Um, when I watch things till to this day, I mean, I'm sure you can comment on it. Like when there's a good shot in the Super Bowl, I just watch. I just go, like, "Ooh, good shot!" Like I literally will just say that out loud, and some people will look over at me like, "What did you just say?" Yeah. And it's just a thing where like I consciously, twenty four seven, watching content, I'm like, "Oh, that's a creative shot." So anyway, so I was at these games, and I was like. Why is nobody shooting this? Why is no one capturing this moment and this experience that people are going through? Yeah. So this is a good story, actually. That night, it was a 7 o'clock game, went home, 10 o'clock game, wrote up an email. Shout out to the email. Um, emails. <laughs> emails. The theme of this episode. Exactly. Emails. Emails. And the follow-up. Yeah. Um, to the coach, the coach, and I was like, "Hey, I'm Justin. I'm a sophomore. Yeah. Um, I like to shoot. <laughs> I like to shoot with the camera. <laughs> um, anyway, I can come shoot your game tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'll make a little video. And mm-hmm. he was like, "Let me connect you with our photographer. Connected oh. me. Woke up the next morning. I had an email from the photographer saying they wanted me to shoot that game that afternoon. Yeah. And I was super excited. I was super nervous. And I was the first person to ever do that at my high school." was to get there with a camera and just make a highlight video and take photos. Wow. So that kickstarted me doing the full varsity basketball season, um, traveling with them to away games. I then did, then after everyone realized that I could actually do it, all every team at the <laughs> high school wanted me to shoot. It's pretty much like Emerson today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I ended up doing varsity soccer with them. Uh, I did, you know, we went to all their away games, ended up winning sectionals. Um, shout out to the varsity soccer team. Love them. Uh, <laughs> then I came back for basketball the next season. Uh, and I would make these end end of year videos where I bring them into the studio and interview them and make it ESPN style. Wow. And like, I, wow. would, I really wanted to make, make it look as professional as possible. Yeah. Um, and that actually started me realizing that I loved doing video. I loved doing photo. Um, and a little bit of a tangent is that started a whole program in my high school. And now there's kids that do that every year. Yeah. Um, still to this day, I'm on phone calls with students at the, at my high school that do my job. Um, so it's, it's super cool. Um, anyways, I forgot what your question was, but that's how I started my, uh, production company. And you're- um, and you know, it was slow at first, right? Like I, yeah. Um, obviously grew, I've, I've grown up, um, around, like I said, a family full of production people. And so mm-hmm. I've been able to go to some pretty cool events just being with them. Yeah. Um, and you know, growing up on those shows, I've always wanted to work, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've been going since I was six to, um, kids choice awards, Nickelodeon. Um, and growing up on the show, I know everyone, we're like family there. Um, and I, um, saw a camera and I saw someone shoot, shooting photos, shooting slime. Obviously, shooting slime is pretty pretty fun and amazing. <laughs> so I went up to him, who I've known for years, and he's still my mentor to this day. Um, was like, do you mind if I just like change lenses for you, right? Do, do you mind if I just follow around, hold lenses, <laughs> change them when you need to, run to go get memory cards, right? So basically, keep, just the do everything guy. Yeah, you know, I, like I'll, a PA on a film set. You also, know, just, keep in mind, I'm 15 years old. I'm illegal. I cannot work. Yeah, for, I cannot be paid. Um. So I, you know, um, I do that. I, I, I follow him around and, and just learn, 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 learn and, mm-hmm. and soak everything in. Um, and I did that for so many years and I loved it. It was great. And one, when, when I was legal, 
uh, and could actually get paid and yep. really do a job. Um, they, you know, they said I could start taking photos. I started off as an assistant photographer mm-hmm. um, and you know, started shooting shooting events here and there with my friends who have shot for years. Right. And you know, kind of mark, worked my way up. And I still, to this day, shoot shoot events. And I was just the main photographer on, uh, you know, a festival in Chicago a year ago. Um, and it's fun to really grow up on a place in a, in a place and, yeah. you know, find my passion. So, um, yeah, sorry. I've been just talking no, for a long good. time. No, no, it's a great story. Um, would you say, so I would consider that, you know, you, you started pretty young, you know, something you love to do. You realize your passion pretty young. Do you think, do you think to be successful? I mean, it's kind of an obvious no, but you know, you, you don't have to be, you don't have to start really early to be successful, right? No, not at all. I, I, I am an anomaly. Like I, I say that to people, I am not the way not it the norm works. Yeah. Um, and that's for better or for worse. And I'm super, you know, I'm super grateful for every, all the opportunities I've had, yep. but like most people don't know what they want to do when they're 12 years old. Right. I still and, don't know what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. And in my case, like I knew I exactly wanted to, wanted to do at 12 right. years old. And luckily like that's still what I want to do. I mean, obviously there's been some changes, um, and some, you know, I've strayed from it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I still had the same passions. Um, and I think that's part of my personality. You know, I'm just yeah. like, once I find something that I love, then I get just... obsessed with it, obsessed yeah. with it. Um, well, yeah, whether that be a brand or whether that be just like a, you know, something that I like to do, right? I just realized I love to take photos and yeah. I still to this day when I'm bored, we'll be like, hey, Owen, you want to go shoot today? Yeah. And we'll just go out and shoot photos and go back, edit them on my computer and post them on Instagram. Like it's just a fun activity to do. Um, and that goes back to you saying you have to love what you do. You gotta love what you follow. What you do, you so, love what you do. Do you answer think? Answer is no. no. Do not need to know. So the inverse of that question would be: Is there a point, at least in college, where it's too late? Do you think there's a point where it's too late to, you know, to get on the right path? Do you think, you know, if someone in senior year finally figures out what they want to do, you think they've kind of missed the mark, or are they going to have to play catch up? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I think. I mean, no. I'm, this is I would a hard say, question. To I would say no. College. We're we're still so young. We're yeah. nineteen, twenty years yeah. old. You know, pe- people move around careers when they're in there in their thirties. Yeah. Right. You you should have an idea of what you want to do. <laughs> I would say that. Um, just so you can focus on something and not be spending so much money going to school when you're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a VMA, right? Like I think VMA is a great example of it because you're studying visual media art you don't know what you're going to do with that exactly no you could become an editor or you could become a director of photography or you could become a producer right and in that same line you could become a narrative director Mm -hmm. shooting films or you could become a commercial director shooting you know commercials for audi and mercedes Mm -hmm. um so obviously you don't know need to know exactly what you want to do and i still don't know exactly what i want to do so um I think there, I think you should have an idea while you're right. while you're spending so much money and going to classes. But do, you, do uh, you think like are there? Do you think there's like a strategy for like freshmen or, you know, to kind of figure out, you know, kind of hone their, you know, idea? Like what do, what do you think is important to be able to figure out what their passion is or what they, you know, what path they might want to take? Yeah, I don't want to sound like a orientation leader right now or yeah. like an Emerson <laughs> tour guide, but like get involved in as many things as possible. Right. Um, especially at this school when there's literally so many things going on. Like at all the times. fact that we have 10 PM meetings here, like is just insane. I remember when I first came to Emerson and I heard that there was a 10 PM meeting and I was like, what 
that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm usually asleep by 10 p.m. Um, and it's just because everyone is so busy here and they're constantly involved. And, you know, um, I'll shout out the Evies. I mean, the Evies is something that I've been involved in since last year. And it's really gotten me, um, you know, comfortable with so many people here, so many different areas. You know, yeah. I feel like I know so much about different majors because um, I know like the, the DT, like the theater tech people. I know the lighting people. Um, and I think it really helps you figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Be a PA. So get involved. Be a PA. Be, be a, a PA. PA. Start low. Literally. Like, be a PA. I've been PAs on shows so much. And it's great. Like, obviously, yeah. you are, you're a PA, so you're going to have to do stuff you don't want to do. Right. And but, if, you, and if you, you're not doing things you, you're doing things you don't want to do, but, you know, if you see something, if you get the whole look at everything that's going on, you see something you might want to do, you might want to, you know, follow that. Or if you decide that, you know, being on a film set isn't your deal, like, you don't want to do any of that. You know, you can decide to get involved in another area at the school. Yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've just actually... Or any school, for yeah, that matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just interviewed like 40 people for a show that I'm doing. And it was really interesting to listen to freshmen. And uh, we always ask the question, like, where do you see yourself on set? Yeah. Right? And it was super interesting to hear their responses. And whenever I heard the response that went, I'm just open to do anything. I just want to learn. I was like, okay, you're hired. Right? Wow. Because... It doesn't, if you're, if you, if you have the nerve to be like, I want to do anything, I'm fine being a PA. I'm, and I, I love the passion when people like knew exactly what they wanted to do. Like, you know, that's great too. But I love seeing freshmen come in here and be like, I just want to be involved. Um, and I try to get as many of those kids involved in the show. So back to, you know, the VM and not VMAs. Well, you, have you been on the VMAs? Have you been there? Oh, you mean the award show? Yeah. Uh, yes. Not the VMA majors. I'm talking about the v- Video <laughs> Music Awards. Uh, You've been yes, and I have. and of course the um, Kids Choice Awards. You know, yes. you grew up. You have personal connections to get you in there. But I want to make a note. Like you're you're not just handed this. Like plenty of people could take those personal connections and just go have a fun time. <laughs> but you know, what do you think? I mean, like you, I mean, you kind of gave us a story, you know, you, you saw something you want to do, you wanted to shoot things, but is there any more, um, like, have you worked, how do I phrase this? Um, well, yeah, I think the question is like, how have I taken my, how, how have you taken your previous experience at those shows and applied it to your personal, your professional career now? That's what I want to ask. Yeah. Um, so I think that, um, I've definitely grown up with in the world. Um, and it was something like I was born into. I was, it's like, I was literally just born into it. Um, yeah. so it's something I couldn't, couldn't avoid. Um, and I think I was super passionate about it from day one and people started to see that and people started to realize like, Oh, I'm really, I'm really passionate about it. And I've taken those connections, um, that I'm super grateful for and use them to my advantage. Right. And use right. them to make, you know, new opportunities come out of them. Right. So like a lot of the Nickelodeon stuff that, you know, I've was kind of grown up being in, I've tried to branch out and go, go do other things um, and go work for other companies. Mm-hmm. Even if those, even if most of the connections come from Nickelodeon, which they do, um, it's still, it's super fun to be involved in different things that I've never done before. Yeah. Um, whether that be events that in new places that I've never been or new things that I've never shot before. Um, you know, I think those connections that I've, you know, I've had have helped me go to new, uh, expand my, you know, repertoire to new opportunities. And I yeah. keep on expanding those and meet new people. And you know, before you know it, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, that person was connected from this person that connected to this person that all trained back to this. Um, so, yes, I've had some pretty amazing opportunities that I'm super grateful for. 
Um, and yeah, you know, the, um, a lot of award shows, a lot of live events, um, new fun things that I never shot before. Shooting slime is fun. I tell, I tell people that a lot. Yeah. Um, so take, you know, take what you have and build off of it is basically exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. Even, and even if you don't have anything, you know, like we just said, start, start, start at the beginning, you know, you gotta, yeah. And like, if you want to be successful, you got to start small. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't have connections, but like, yeah. you'd be surprised. Like you do, you do somewhere <laughs> like I, you know, everyone is in a different life situation and knows different amount of people, but like, go, go talk to your friend that you met in class and see what their parents do. You know, like all of these things, like you, you are hopefully, uh, exposed to a lot of different people in your, in your lifetime. So yeah. hopefully some of those people can help you. Yeah. If not start from the beginning and you'll make it. You'll make mm-hmm. it. Very smart advice. <laughs> Please. Um, so you are a very busy guy. Uh, I, um, you know, I hear you, you even like pencil in slots to hang out with friends on your calendar. You are, you're very busy, which is another professional thing about you. Um, so it's yeah. admirable. It's, you know, it's a lot about organization. Like right. I literally, it takes a I, lot of work. Uh, I sometimes would literally just stare at my calendar because <laughs> I have to just mentally think about like my days and how I'm fitting stuff in and, you know, also making time for yourself, right? Like you can't just cram everything in and yeah. hope that you're going to be okay yeah. at night because yeah. you won't, because your brain will be racing. Right. And I've had my brain race for like hours and not be able to go to sleep because I'm yeah. just thinking about so many things. Um, go to the gym for an hour. I just did that tonight. I've had a packed day. I haven't had more than 20 minutes in between things since 12 o'clock at noon, but I had a uh, so thing got canceled. I had two hours. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to the gym. I'm going to take my mind off of everything I've done today and then start back up. Yeah. Um, so organization is key. Have a calendar, write everything in your calendar, <laughs> have a to-do list. Um, you know, if you have an iPhone, ask Siri to remind you to do things. I cannot tell you the amount of times I'm walking on the street and I think of something and I just go to my watch or my phone. I'm like, hey, Siri, remind me to send that client that photo tonight because I will not remember to do that unless yeah. my phone reminds me. Um, so I'm a busy guy. I like to be involved. This goes back to me not being able to say no. Because I, when, when an opportunity arises, I'm like, yeah, of course. And I don't really think about how many other things yeah. I've said yes to that week. So going off of that, um, how do you decide, you know, what to, t- what projects to take on, what roles to take versus what to say no to, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, to be successful. What I, one thing I've learned is you have to be able to say no to things, even oh, though of course. You, you want to of course. do it. Um, I think it's a lot about if it gets you excited, um, okay. you know, whenever a new project is kind of brought to the table for me, I always like to either have a phone call or a cup of coffee with the person and hear them actually speak about it. You know, writing over email is a lot different than actually talking about it. And you can pretty easily tell when someone's actually talking in their voice, if they're passionate about it and if they're actually interested in it. Because if the person you're working with who's giving the job loves what they do, then hopefully I'll kind of radiate off to you. Um, and you know, personally, I, I think about if, if it's unique, if it's exciting, if it's something that you know, kind of takes me outside of my comfort zone and something that I haven't done before, um, then I'm going to take it on. And you have to think about what other things you have on the board. The last thing that you want to do is get too busy yep. and scramble. Um, at Emerson, that's a thing that a lot of people do. I'm guilty, guilty as charged. Um, but it is something that you know I'm working on coming from the castle, right? Last semester, last year, I was super involved in everything. Five meetings a week for the Evies. I was like, you know, super crammed and I liked it. I like being busy. 
And that's something I say a lot. I like, I enjoy being busy. Yep. Um, but then going to the castle and literally being in well for three months in the middle, <laughs> middle of the, nowhere, the middle of the Netherlands in Europe, yeah. not being involved in any organizations, just traveling, which was unbelievable. I was nervous that when I come back, I wasn't going to have anything. And it's a lot easier to survive. It's a lot harder to survive in Boston with nothing to do then it's, what did I just say? It's a lot, yeah. So it's a lot harder to survive in Boston with nothing to do and not being involved in anything yep. than it is to survive in the middle of nowhere. Um, because you have to, it's, it's, the, the culture here is like, go, 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 go. It's like New York. The Emerson's like, it's just like, go, go, go. You have to be involved in everything. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, um, yeah, when I, you know, yeah, when I have a project brought to the table, if I'm excited about it, if I think I can actually be of help to them and bring something new to the table. And I have some time, um, on my hands and I'm going to take it on. I mean, yeah. this year I, um, had someone refer refer me to be a tech, a tech executive producer on a show. Yep. I've never done that before. <laughs> I literally have never done anything like this before, but I said yes. Cause I thought it'd be something new and something exciting, fun, something exciting. Exactly. That I'll be able to use in the future. Yeah. Um, and it's been great. And I know you're on it too. And it's been fun. Yeah. Um, so, and I also like to involve my friends. I mean, yeah. from <laughs> the very, exactly. From the very so, first day I met you, you so, were like, I'm a sound guy. Yeah. I'm like, and then when the other EP is like, we need a sound guy. I'm like, I know a sound guy. <laughs> and yeah, it's the rest. Yeah. Of the so basically what you're saying is, you know, do something, you know, if it gets you excited, you know, if it get, gets get involved, yeah, get involved. If it gets you excited and you think you can bring something new to the table that they yeah. don't have, then you should do it. And you have Interesting. Time. So that kind of, you know, perhaps, perhaps maybe you shouldn't take on a project that you, you're not excited about because maybe you might not bring something new. Like if you want to take something on just for the sake of putting it on your resume, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? I would agree. I think if you're not excited, about, if you're not passionate about it, then why do it in the first place? Yeah. Because that's not going to want you to actually do anything when you actually have work for that position you're gonna be like i don't need to do this i'm not excited about it. i would rather do the thing that i'm that i want to do yeah but if you can find that's where you say no and that's where you say no where it's like you know i just don't think this suits me at this time like um whatever you can figure out how to say no it's a lot harder to say no but <laughs> um but uh yeah you have to be excited about it to actually right. enjoy taking it on and then we're getting to the end here my last one last thing was um We've talked, we've, we've bring up a lot of advice, pieces of advice that are useful, but, um, do you think there's anything else that, you know, struggling or confused underclassmen or just younger people can, is there any like sort of, um, comfort you can give them, um, you know, tips, you know, yeah. like, just to speak personally, like I'm still like not sure what I want to do yeah. or at least last year, freshman year, I was just so nervous to get involved. I didn't get involved in anything, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I did this, I did this, I started a podcast last year, but besides that, I didn't really do much. So this, this semester I'm getting real involved. I'm doing a lot of things, but, um, do you think, is there anything you could tell, you know, people who are still struggling to find what to do? You know, any tips you could give them? Yeah, I mean, I think the number one thing that I would say is don't get 
Emerson can feel very overbearing at first. I mean, and you, I assume many other colleges can. Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Same other, way. Yeah, I don't want to talk specifically about Or Emerson. just thinking about your career or just the future could feel very overbearing. Exactly. And especially at a school that's very passionate, like an NYU and Emerson, like an artsy school. Yeah. Um, immediately when you get here, you're going to be able to tell that there's a lot of people that are very determined and want to go on a specific path. There's a lot of competition. It's a lot of it's, competition. It's intimidating. It's a very intimidating place. Um, and you just have to find your route, find your place, find, figure out how you are unique, how you're going to stand out um, in, that, you know, in that pile of resumes. Yeah. You know, those, it's scary to think about, but the recruiters literally would go like, oh, next, 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 until something pops out. And they're like, okay, um, yeah, this person is interesting. Um, so find out what's, you know, figure out what's unique about yourself. Um, go get involved in things that you didn't think you were going to get involved in at first. Yeah. Because you're going to meet people that are going to bring you onto things that you never thought you'd be brought onto. Um, I would also say, like, seek out new opportunities, like the castle. Like, I know this is a very Emerson specific thing, but like. Going you, abroad. Yeah, going abroad. General. Going abroad. Like, for, for Emerson, you apply as soon as you get to Emerson, right? You get to Emerson, second week, they're like, okay, you want to go abroad the next year? Apply now. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do it because they're just <laughs> little freshmen and they're like, I just want to get through this semester let alone know if I'm going to Europe next year. But yeah. just do... I can't say the Nike slogan on that. <laughs> um, just do you know, things. Just, just, just do things. Um, <laughs> uh, um, get involved. Um, seek discomfort. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and you will find your path. Find your group. Find your, find your little niche because you will grow uh, and expand that niche to a career that will hopefully, um, you know, lead you on to something bigger and better so awesome yeah well i would just want to thank you for all of your amazing advice and your stories and just talking to you is just talking to somebody so professional and um somebody who seems like they're on a really on the right path or i appreciate you know, it has has a view now but you know everything could change but you, everything could go to shit tomorrow i mean who, knows, <laughs> who fucking knows but i don't know but but you know you've got You've got things in place, so it's been nice to have you on. Thank you, um, Conte. It's been a pleasure and an it's, honor. It's been, yeah, it's been an honor for me to have you <laughs> as the first guest. Um, I look forward to seeing your uh, your next guest. Yeah, I mean, um, I hope to. I'm excited to keep this going, but uh, I'm gonna go in a typical fashion. You want to plug yourself? Um, where should people follow you? Where should people get to know you? Where should you? Where should people make con make a great connection? Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So at Lake Justin on Instagram, yeah. um, Lake Justin. Uh, and that's not because I have a lake named after me. It's my middle name. If so lowercase. Yep. L a k e j u s t i n. That's my main. That's my main spot. My production company is called Justin Lake Productions. Yep. Uh, JustinLakeProductions.com is where you can find all of that stuff. Um, yeah, that's really that's really all I got. Cool. Uh, yeah. Thank all you right. for having me. I appreciate it. This thanks has been great. For, yeah. Thanks for coming. I loved it. All right. <laughs>